Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Hey, welcome to episode 54 of the Disney Hour Express. Imagine if this was the point where I we, we just like did the entire opening over again, like we just said it in the episode, right? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Abby and I'm Rob. And, uh, <laughs> it could Anyways. be something. And this was definitely the first uh, introduction we did. We, de- we didn't cut out two uh, other ones. We're going to talk about cruising today. Right, I'm just going to keep talking ready? about the introduction. I know. You're really into it. <laughs> I like it, Disney fans. Come sail away with me. So in any case, See, we're going to talk gonna... all about sailing the seven seas with the Disney Cruise Lines. Arg! I'm ready to <laughs> sail the seven seas. <laughs> this is me, Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> See, you didn't think I was doing Captain Jack Sparrow. You thought I was doing Peter Pan or Captain Hook. I, I really... I'm Captain I'm not Jack. sure those came to mind either. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're ready for a wild ride because that's just what you're in for tonight. You mean, well, you mean like one of the, is that one of the uh, slides on the Disney Wish? Maybe. <laughs> but I'm sure you're going to tell us all about it. Sure. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> so. There are currently five Disney cruise ships, which is really cool because now they're also going to come out with a six this year, which we're going to talk about a little bit more in depth as we go along. But let's just introduce you to the cruise ships that we have now currently. There's the Disney Magic, which first set sail in 1998, and it's based in the Atlantic Ocean sailing to the Caribbean, the Bahamas, Northern Europe, and the Mediterranean. Now there's no known magicians on that uh, on, on the, the magic. Disney Magic. What? I feel misled already. Yeah, me too. They've got the Disney Wonder, which is considered the sister ship of the Disney Magic, which set sail in 1999. So this one's based out of the Pacific Ocean and sailing to the American West Coast, as well as Hawaii, Alaska, Australia, and New Zealand. That's so pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. I mean, the Disney Wonder, they um, the sister ship, so they must have shared a bathroom when they were younger. Right? <laughs> I'm sure a lot of fights occurred. <laughs> then we they, also... they ended up on like opposite, opposite uh, yeah, opposite seas. <laughs> we're like yeah. we're done. <laughs> All right, fair See, yeah. Yep. So we've got the Disney Dream, which first set sail in 2011, and that sails the Bahamas, British and Greek Isles, Norwegian and Transatlantic Crossing. Mm, Very cool. Sounds like a dream to me. (laughs) The Disney Fantasy, which set sail in 2012. The ship offers seven night Eastern and Western Caribbean sailings. In the summer of 2024, the ship has a new destination, which is going to be the Lookout K at Lighthouse Point, which we are going to talk about a little bit more later. Super exciting. So I won't go into my Lookout K um, a bit right now. Nope, not. Yet, right. but I'm really excited. All right, fair enough. Look out, Kay. It just sounds really beautiful. Anyways, or so then, what if your name is Kay and then you're like, like, look out, Kay? <laughs> then there's gonna be a whole lot of other issues. And in any case, uh, we've got the Disney Wish, which was the talk of the town everywhere, set sail in 2022. It was so cool because now they have so much documentation of how the Disney Wish was made. If you haven't seen it, go to your Disney Plus account and search for how the Disney Wish was made. It's a really cool cool video our kids really got into it it's a big ship it's big and it takes off from port canaveral and offers three and four night cruises to nassau and castaway k i have to say this one's the most popular um ship on this coast i think Uh, it's absolutely it's definitely one that everybody kind of 
gears to go towards Port Canaveral. And also, it's not the same thing if somebody says like, cast away, Kay. You know, no, it's not the, look it's out, not the Kay. same. No. It's not the same. You're right. Doesn't You're work. right. It doesn't just work. Disney wish. Yep. So then the sixth ship, as we ha- just said, is coming in 2024. Not only is it coming in 2024, it's coming on December 24th of 2024. And this is going to be called the Disney treasure i can't believe it's open on thanksgiving <laughs> it's opening on thanksgiving <laughs> what oh wait no that's not december 24th yeah that's not thanksgiving goose depends on your definition of things i'm thankful i'm giving thanks for christmas eve that's what i meant to say <laughs> oh my goodness you're confusing the heck out of listeners yeah so what do you have to say about the disney treasure or did you want to wait till later <laughs> I love these on-the-fly decisions. We are, let's talk about the Disney treasure. Yeah, tell but me about it. If we're going to talk about the Disney treasure, we're going to talk about the Disney wish. Oh. Because they're basically, they're, they're very similar. So is this going to be considered the sister ship? I, I mean, possibly. It all depends, you know, if maybe the... Treasure has to wear the wishes hand me downs, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, year after year. Um, I'm trying to think of other things sisters do. Well, I don't it was know, quite, as I'm not one. I mean, I mean, we can look and see. It was quite the gap between the Disney fantasy and the Disney wish of ten years, right? Yeah. So now they're like churning out another ship just a few years later here. So yeah, yeah I think especially cool. after right the, uh, you know, there was. During COVID, obviously, oh. the sailing industry took a... Uh, oh, huge hit. hit. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, at a place where, you know, you were supposed to be separate, mm-hmm. you couldn't be separate, yeah. and mm-hmm. you weren't separated by anything, and then you heard, you know, then people start hearing horror stories about, you know, bathrooms and things like that. And sure. All that stuff, but, uh, you know, it's all worked out now. The cruising industry is huge, doing great so right now. So big, and yeah. it seems to be that the that not only the um, individuals in their 20s really prefer cruising, but it's because they can do cruising with their parents who are a little bit older, right? Or even their grandparents, because there's so much to do on these ships that everybody's entertained. No, it is definitely for everyone. It's... Uh, yeah, I mean, kids, adults are going to enjoy it. Kids are going to yeah. enjoy it. Um, not bringing your pets, but they they might enjoy being away. I don't know. Um, That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but in any case, so you're saying the Disney treasure is very yes. similar to the Disney wish. Yes, they, um, have, they have a lot of the similar amenities. Um, you know, they each have a... They each have like these new dining room setups and they're not so uh, we'll go into a little more but the disney uh, in a little bit right disney kind of has these like themed dining experiences Mm -hmm. and they're not they're different on the ships but they're similar in theme in that they're kind of like immersive yeah yeah um, absolutely so, so they do have that they have a uh they have themed bars yeah that are new they they both have like this 1923 restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, they both have a World of Marvel rest- restaurant. Then they differ because uh, Disney Treasure has this Plaza de Coco. That's so cool. Which is going to be new. Mm-hmm. So then they're actually, uh, if anyone's a uh, performer or an artist or mm-hmm. musician, yeah. mm-hmm. they're actually auditioning right now. I just yeah. saw something on there. So if you want to get on a cruise. Pretty fun gig to have. It seems to be like one of those things that a lot of people want to do. So they're like a musician wise. I know a lot of friends. I, I graduated from a um, conservatory of music and a lot of my friends went on to perform in cruise ships and, it, and they loved it. Okay. Loved the experience, which is really great. Um, the Disney Treasure is going to have a new a new um, uh show some new entertainment they're gonna have the tale of moana yes i love that it's gonna be very cool so we'll go in more into a little bit about the entertainment Mm -hmm. uh they both have something that's really cool that was new on the wish it's also gonna be on the treasure it's uh an experience called the aqua mouse and aqua mouse is a it's a a water slide Mm mm-hmm you're on two, it's like a fit, one of the figure eight tubes. Yeah. So you fit two people in it. Okay. And it's kind of similar 
It's like going on the Grand Fiesta tour, mm. but with water drops. Oh, gosh. So okay. you're going along, and it's like a Disney short. Really? It's called, yeah, it's called The Curse of the Golden Egg. And so you're kind of going like in this tunnel, and you're watching the short. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a point where there's like in the short, there's like a drop. And then you just go and you go on a slide. <laughs> it's like, you know, it gets to the point where there's like you're going like downhill yeah. and then you just go on a, the slide yourself. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty, and then it, the, it goes into a part that's like clear. There's like a clear tube that you're in so you can see everything. You know, you're on top of the ship. It's a great view. Mm-hmm. And you and a loved one are screaming for your life in an enclosed tube. Yeah. Mm, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I've done a, a handful or less of like water slides and I am not, my personality was not built for enclosed tubes with rushing water and no way out. Like I freak out. Well, I can completely. see some of them get kind of like, they were like, if you're just on by yourself and you're <sighs> like on your back, just going, you know, on your body with just water and they kind of make them, they're smaller. But, <sighs> but like, like the sound that's echoing <clears throat> in there, the water that's rushing and going up <clears throat> your nose, inevitably you can't catch your <clears throat> breath. Nope. Also, we'll share a little bit is that Abby, uh, despite. Being someone who's, you know, has my sailing license. Yeah, she has a sailing license. <laughs> or my boater's license. And boater's license. And, you know, she grew up on the water. <laughs> yep. Um, doesn't like water. I, I, you know, I've had my fair share of weird water experiences. I think that's fair to say after sailing and all sorts of things. Uh, yeah. Mm. So turned off. Oh, okay. But I'll go on a cruise, which is really funny because we we do have people in our family that will not oh, yeah, no, go on cruises. Uh, yes, never. No, my ever. siblings, we brought that up as a thing. We were like, hey, I we're did. thinking of going on a cruise. I and was they like, were it like, would be so fun for all of us to go. And they were like, mm, yeah, not for us. She's <laughs> no, like, but have fun. It yeah. was just kind of <laughs> like, They're like, we'll yeah. meet you on land on the other side. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> which is totally fair. Legit. Yes. Legit. There's also a fear of sharks but in, in the family. That runs uh-huh. in the family. I get it. I get it. But so, uh, Disney yeah. Treasure, yeah. So they mm-hmm. do have that. They also have, uh, they're coming out with a new um haunted mansion parlor Ooh. which is the bar that's themed after the haunted mansion and it has kind of like that's again they're cool. definitely trying to make it like these immersive experiences where like it continues the story of mm-hmm. the, the 999 uh yeah. <clears throat> so that's really cool um and it, yeah it has a couple of cool new uh lounges and bars and you know, uh, we'll go into more about all the different things as that we they continue have. on. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to talk about. I mean, you would know by this time that Disney cruises have kind of this um, reputation of being super expensive, and like, oh my goodness, mm. we can't do that. It's just ridiculously expensive. But I want to tell you too what the Disney cruise lines offer that other cruises don't yeah and there's quite a few things um disney of course they design these cruises to be elegant right high-end service they were not looking to have a discounted traveler on their cruises they don't really offer discounts to be honest Mm -hmm. on cruises they might offer something like 50 percent off on your deposit Mm -hmm. but you're still going to end up paying the full amount Mm -hmm. whether it be upfront or later so there and we are going to do a breakdown yeah a little later so it's not for somebody looking to nickel and dime or that affordable trip it's for a luxury experience and it's uh, disney cruise lines has always looked to be the best of the best experience and you get what you pay for, for mm-hmm. sure. So they often um, promote that they have Broadway caliber musicals with children in mind. Um, these musicals are about an hour long. And again, they're child appropriate. Uh, they show typically two shows of the same show every evening. So like if you have your dinner experience, you wouldn't miss this particular show. You could go to the first show or you could go to the second show. And just to say so many cruises do have shows, but they might not be child friendly. So for example, I went on a Royal Caribbean uh, cruise and the entertainment I think was 
Howie Mandel, if I'm saying that. Is that <laughs> wow. Is that right? Yeah. And um, so it was like, I wouldn't bring my kiddo to that because it's just not a child-friendly experience. Although he was funny. So an example of some of these shows on the ships, I'm going <laughs> to, shows on the ships, that's kind of hard to Ship say. Ship on the show? Ships of the shows. <laughs> she sells. Um, but anyways, I wanted to just run through the list that these are the typical shows. They might not be the exact ones, but mm. Disney Dream usually shows Beauty and the Beast, while Disney Fantasy usually has a Frozen, a musical spectacular, and They'll also have Aladdin. Disney Magic has Tangled the Musical. Disney Treasure is going to have Disney's Aladdin. Disney Wish has Disney Seize the Adventure. And Disney Wonder has Frozen, a music spectacular. So the stage shows are included in the price of your trip, which is is really amazing. So you're thinking about how you don't have to travel anywhere except for walk out of your room down the hallway and maybe a flight of stairs. And there you are Mm -hmm. at the most beautiful theater that your eyes could ever see. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, some of these theaters are like three or four decks tall. Plus they have like beautiful glimmering like stars on the ceilings (laughs) and gorgeous carpets. Like you feel like you're going to like a rocket show or something, right? Like the red carpet has really been rolled out for you. Yes. uh, Yes. Like it's really mm -hmm. classy, classy. So that's pretty cool. One of the other things um, that they have, that's kind of similar to that as far as entertainment is they have, um, movie theaters actually in Mm -hmm. the ships and so they usually there's usually like two of them and Mm -hmm. one of them kind of shows like first run films and um you know like disney classics and any other ones are more just like you know more disney classics than anything else the other one but like they have you know showings like all day long you could come and just hang out and watch and and comfortable seating and stuff and yeah they do, you know, sell snacks. There's nothing. They don't give away free popcorn. I was just going to say, do they get free popcorn? No, but you could buy it outside of the hmm. theater. Hmm. And that will go into it a little bit more. That's interesting. Yeah. But that's cool, too, because we are big movie buffs. I could see how we yeah. might really enjoy seeing Sometimes a few you movies. you just want to shut down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially when the kids learn they can't use their Kindles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is like, why? So they also on Disney cruises, which they don't have on any other cruise, they have fireworks at sea. Yeah. So Disney Cruise Line is the only company that includes fireworks. And you'll notice that if there are other ships going on the same routes, like let's say everybody's going to on these bohemian um, cruises, the other ships will gather a little bit closer to a DCL ship (laughs) when it's fireworks night to give their (laughs) clients a little view of the fireworks. Now, Staterooms on Disney Cruise Lines are really designed with families in mind. Um, They're offering storage space under beds and seating areas that turn into beds, as well as split baths to allow more people to get ready at the same time. They're really thinking like, you know, family of four um, is kind of the key for this now i do have to say we have a travel specialist that is a family of five and she tells me how very difficult it is to find any cruising accommodations for a family of five if you want to keep it in those kind of standard rooms that's you know that's something you want to keep in mind yeah definitely so stateside rooms hmm. yeah it's all about the split baths Mm -hmm. a little bit you know then there's various levels of uh what the rooms are. Of the, yeah, state yes. rooms, of course, of yeah. course. But, you know, I'm speaking more towards our average traveler, somebody who maybe thinks the veranda is a little bit too pricey, but also doesn't want a just small porthole <laughs> or even a porthole that doesn't mm-hmm. have a view that just has a camera in it or a video playing yeah, in it. Yeah, just like a, a screen. <laughs> it gives you that the... That you uh, pretends that yes, it's a view. exactly. <laughs> Yikes. So Disney has a private island. There are other cruise cruise lines that have their own private islands. But on this private island, you'll be greeted with chairs, umbrellas, water slides, barbecue lunch, all included in your price. 
Disney's Castaway K is for the bah- Bohemian, Bahamian, Bahamian? Bohemian, Bohemian, and Caribbean cruises. Yeah, the island has a family beach and an adults-only beach. And get this, oh. it even has a beach for teens. Isn't that crazy? No, so it like is, it it's is really crazy. yeah, like you can uh, really have your own experience there. I can only imagine what that teen island looks looks like. Like is it yeah. kind of like Lost Boys or whatever that's mm-hmm. called? Uh, Lord of the Flies, Flies. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh, we're going to Mordor. I don't know. <laughs> now, Castaway K. So it is like I said, it is free, but there are like there's always even on the ship itself, it's of free, course. but there's extras. All right, so yeah, let's talk about those excursions. They have like a lot of, there's a lot of different variety. It's kind of like for for everyone, there's something sure. for everyone is what I'm trying to say. They have like fishing excursions. Yeah. Um, they mm-hmm. have like, you go snorkeling, you can mm-hmm. go like uh, kind of get a private tour of like different areas of the island. Mm-hmm. They all range in different prices. Um, for sure, yeah. You know, but like for the... The bigger stuff, like I like I saw the fishing was like two hundred and nineteen dollars, and there's other things with like a glass bottom boat, and you know it's all so cool. Somewhere that's from somebody that doesn't like uh, the water. I mean, I want to see it though <laughs> from a safe distance. I just don't want to be in it. I don't want to be in it. No, I mean, yeah, parasailing yeah. one twenty nine, or you could do something like. Um, crazy horse jet boat tour it's like 85 dollars per adult you know yeah. so there's a and then there's there's smaller things like if you want to do like a banana boat ride and 45 dollars, mm-hmm. or if you just want to bicycle around the island it's like 13 bucks that's cool gotcha. so i don't know you you can choose your adventure there's so many things to do choose your adventure book you choose read your one? adventure okay. so um you could also Run the Castaway K 5K. Ooh. And you can receive a finisher medal. So oh. if you want to spend your vacation running. Worth it. You you do deserve hey, a medal. You know, <laughs> Rightfully I mean, so. That's all for like those, everyone that does the uh, the Disney marathons, you know, the run Disney mm-hmm. uh, races thing, you know. Yeah. It's a thing. So maybe you want to sail and run. <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe. I'll just run around the ship. Yeah. So uh, we mentioned that there was a a new place coming when the treasure is up and going. They have the uh, ability to visit uh, Lookout K at Uh, Lighthouse Point. So this is a private retreat on the island of, I can't pronounce it, I think it's Eleuthera in the Bahamas. And it's about 120 miles southeast of Castaway Cay. So I just wanted to be sure, like, is it on the same island as Castaway Cay? Or is it somewhere different? And it is. It's a, it's on a different island, just a little bit below Castaway Cay. So it's cool. Other things that they have on these ships, it's just, it blows my mind. They have themed clubs for every age that's staffed by specially trained Disney counselors. Mm. That's a huge deal. And then they also have a di- adult, a dite, <laughs> adult mm. only nightclubs and lounges. In addition to the amazing pools and just other recreation, right? I mm. remember uh, at another cruise line I went on, I think our recreation was um, playing chess. Like it wasn't unless we wanted to go to the casino. Like you could go to the library and oh, play chess. Well, I was like, hmm, okay. that's fun. <laughs> uh, one of the things I like to point out about the pools, yeah, um, is that they and this is on every one of the ships. Is they definitely do things, and we'll talk more about what the stuff for kids only is there to do. But there's a lot of adult only mm-hmm. areas. Yeah. One of them, they usually have something called the Quiet Cove, Mm -hmm. and that's an adult-only area of the ship that has a pool and has lounges and has, you know, little cafes and bars, and it's adults-only. So the kids can't even get in. So you just, um, no, you stay outside, Jimmy. (laughs) You go back to that uh, 11 to uh, 14-year-old kids center that you can go hang out with the other tweens. But I think that's really cool. It is cool, but it is also an interesting concept, and we'll get into this as we talk about all the different clubs there are, mm-hmm. that I always picture Disney as being like an an inclusive family vacation, like, because mm-hmm. you want to spend time with your family, but I think 
this uh, generation is starting to realize that not only do you need to spend time with your family, but you do need to spend time as an individual, too. So it's kind of interesting to see how they separate. Yeah. When I was a kid... I was going on places with my family and I used to, that would be like one of my favorite things was I'd be able to like go explore the hotel by yourself or yeah, just like walk around and you know, you'd be looking to see if there you run into any other kids and see if you can like hang out with them or interesting. Hmm. Were you one of those kids that like pushed every button on the elevator before you got off? No. I don't know about that. Only the odd ones. So one of the things that you need to know is once you book, Disney Cruise Lines does have an app. Just like if you were going to Disney World, they have the Disney Experience app, right? Uh, Or my Disney Experience app. So they have an app called Disney Cruise Line Navigator. And this is going to give you your like jumping off point for your entire vacation. You put in your reservation number and you can start to pick or choose or see what your ship has to offer. Um, It allows you to make all those plans, including port adventures, a similar to MDE, allowing you to have access to onboard fun activity lists, fitness experience, and communication with guests, which is very important. Um, You'll find out your dining times as well. So an important feature on this app is that you can communicate with members of your own party through this app, as well as um, people, um, what should I as well as like the your cruise directors, the, the, I'm sorry, staff. staff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they I had gotcha. a special name. So um, it, that's a really important feature because due to the technology involved in satellite connectivity, mm-hmm. onboard internet services may be a lot slower than what you're accustomed to, and they could be interrupted and t- times unavailable. And they mm-hmm. do have multiple internet packages to pick from, yes. but it's just not, they're not well, guaranteed to be reliable, which mm-hmm. I know you have a lot more to say about, well, so I'd and, love to hear about it. That's one of the things that... Um, None of, none of it's none of the internet is free. No, um, which I kind of I'm like, come on, Disney. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. you know, uh, all this. Eh, come on, um, it, it could be included in the price mm-hmm. here, of the the package, and they probably say, well, you're not supposed to be on your phone. You're not supposed to be doing this. Just people need the internet now. It's just in, a part of our lives. They're going to be on it. I want to be hanging out at the pool and look at my Instagram. You know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. check to see if all of our faithful listeners are asking us what we're, you know, how's the trip going? And, and what are we enjoying the most on the trip? Right. Exactly. Like, did I pay for the popcorn before I watched um, uh, Moana? <laughs> you know, all these things. Um, so there's various levels of it and it's all based on kind of like what you want to do. Um, if you're just looking to send texts and, uh, like kind of, you know, scroll the internet is one thing. Then if you're like looking more like you want to watch YouTube videos and check Mm -hmm. your email and Mm -hmm. send uh, attachments, then it's like another thing. Just, it's like, come on, let's. That's hard. Yeah. Let's get it together. Well, I mean. So, and you were saying about how the kids wouldn't be able to watch their Kindles, right? Yes. So, that would be part of it is that, you know, they wouldn't be able to watch their Kindles because the internet is not good and you have to pay um, an amount. I haven't, I didn't look to see what the charges were, Mm -hmm. but they kind of, I think like the treasure is going to be like a sort of thing where you can use it and then it just like charges you how much you, you're going to get like 50 free megs. Mm-hmm. And then it just charges you after that. Oh, so that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. charges you more depending upon how much you use. Okay. It kind of makes sense. I think eventually it's like the same thing with, you know, airlines. They still charge you if you want to, you know. Yeah. They make yeah. you pay for like the better Wi-Fi on their plane mm-hmm. and all yeah. this stuff. But, that's you know, true. I think it's just part of it. And again, you probably won't be on your phone as much. Well, but yeah, and I have will. hopes for that. I feel like we are all too attached to our mm. devices for sure. Well, yeah. one of the things that you will want to be attached to your device for, and this is a pretty cool experience, is on the Disney Wish. 
didn't say if it's going to be on the treasure or not, but it's called the Disney Uncharted Adventure. Yes. It's an immersive family experience in which you're using your devices to kind of, um, they tell a story. Mm-hmm. On this, and this is something that everyone like on the ship can be involved in, yeah. or you don't, yeah. or you don't have to. And like they, they, it's an interactive experience where like they tell a story, and it's um, an unknown evil force attacks the wishing star, and that has capital letters, so mm-hmm. it must be important, right? Um, it its magic splits into pieces that land in far off realms to bring back the star's powers. Captain Minnie needs guest help to navigate the ship toward uncharted worlds. And you kind of use your phone as like an as like the, an AR device, and it like show you shirts the ship, and you find clues, and you're collecting things, and you're, you know, it it, it shows you um, it's going to show you all your Disney like favorites, yeah. and and you bring it back. So I, I, it sounds like a fun thing that sounds I think so cool. We would definitely do as a family. Yes, the kids would be really into it. Oh, it yeah. seems like part scavenger hunt, you know, part. Uh, pokemon go yes so yeah i love that that. i love things like that and Mm -hmm. that they've created that but then you would need the data package right to participate in that so yeah gotta think about it Mm -hmm. it's an enchanted spyglass is what they call your mobile device oh (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) very cool (laughs) well if you're not a cruiser there's a different timeline you need to follow right it's important to know that the time frame is going to be different than going to a disney world so 75 days prior to your you setting sail uh, that's when you can do your or start your online check-in and activity bookings uh, open for new cruisers at that point so also 60 to 75 days prior to setting sail your final payments will be due so this is a lot sooner than going mm-hmm. to disney world disney world's only 30 days excuse me oh. prior to you going that you gotcha. have to pay your final balance so you need to just keep this in mind and they say if you want to do a cruise you need to book at least at least a year in advance Oy. and even more so there's already 2025 cruising mm-hmm. available which has been since 2022 or 2023 mm-hmm. i'm sorry um i skipped a year there and like there's a they give you a long window in which you can book cruising so it's good to know yeah. so hopefully you have somebody in your family hopefully you have an abby in your family <laughs> that plans things well in advance do i though she already she started planning our last this our next vacation when I we had our last yeah but i'm not doing good on this uh, the the vacation that's closest to us that's true but in any case um the day before you set sail you will really want to stay in a resort that's close to your port of call because you just can't rely on the airlines unfortunately um there are delays there's weather there's all sorts of things so if you're traveling from afar you absolutely want to stay come the day early and stay overnight and then get there. What's cool is that there's all sorts of transportation. If you're going to stay in a Disney resort, there's, they do have buses that go from Disney resorts to Port Canaveral um, and I'm sure other places too. So mm. you can stay right in a Disney resort. And that's what we have in our breakdown um, pricing yes. later. So I get asked this a lot. And I hate to even answer it on the air because things are so different all the time. But I get asked the passport question. Do we really need a passport? Right? Do we really need a passport? We're just going to the Bahamas. Why do we really need a passport? Eh? The simple and best answer is yes. Yes. Just get your passport, make sure to bring your passport. It is very important because so many things can happen. What if there is a huge hurricane and you get stuck somewhere and you can't get back unless you're taking a flight? You're going to need a passport, right? It's super important. Now, the sidebar to that is that there are certain cruises that are called closed loop cruises, right? Mm. They, they're leaving from Florida. They're just going to Castaway Cay and they're coming right back, right? Castaway Cay, which is a private island. Yep. And you technically don't need a passport for it. But you absolutely should have one. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> um, you will need your birth certificate. And and it needs to be like a state certified, so raised seal, as well as a photo ID 
to go on these excursions, right? Just to get on the ship, you're going to need that stuff. So just get a passport. Make it easier on yourself. This is probably a good time for me to tell you that I am not able to get a passport. <laughs> is it a good time for you it's to It's a great that? time. I think on a podcast. Why are you not able to get people, a passport, my love? I cannot discuss that. Interesting. I'm just not allowed to leave the country. That's not true either. I have his passport in my drawer right next to me. In any case, um, uh, so yes, we talked about the closed loop. Um, and they do say children do not necessarily need the passports for Castaway K. But again, under 18, there's so, a lot of gray lines there. Just get a passport. It's the, not that you hard. Know, the, the strange thing, so I went to the Bahamas when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And I did not have a passport at the time. Okay. And I just, I brought a birth certificate, birth certificate. And, a, mm-hmm. and a license. Photo ID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that was enough at the time. I don't, I'm guessing that has changed with the Bahamas. Right. And that's what I'm saying is like things change so much. Mm. They really do. Um, another important thing you need to know, for example, if you're coming from a family that's divorced and one parent is traveling with a child, um, or if you're bringing a child's friend, let's say on the cruise, you will absolutely need a notarized letter of consent that the child is traveling with you or with just one parent or whatever. The document needs to state that. So, for example, it would say, I, parent's name, blah, 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 give permission that blah, 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 can travel with my child, blah, 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 blah. It needs to be notarized, dated, all those good things. Um, and you can also check on your your this goes for airlines, too. So some airlines and some different cruises will have their own letters that you they want you to get notarized um, and just fill in the blanks kind of thing. Uh, but it's a good thing to check out if you have any questions about traveling with children. OK, I wonder. Hmm, sounds interesting. What is it? No, I mean, it's like, what's the point of that? They're with a parent? Well, yeah. It's not like they're traveling by themselves. Sure. Because there have been unfortunate cases where one parent will take a child out of the country and then never return. They'll never return with the child and there's no documentation of where that child is gone and can't be tracked or traced and all sorts of things. So mm. it is a very, um, it's gotten so much stricter. It's even hard on, in unfortunate circumstances where a parent has passed away. It is incredibly hard to travel with a child without the other parent. So it's kind of one of those things on your list if you know that you have an end-of-life disease or something like that you should get your child's passport and everything like that squared away with the parent that is living just a side note wow different, we but, just went to a dark place it's it's part of being a travel agent and you need to know these things unfortunately or fortunately now what type of letter do they need if uh, as a parent i want to travel without children <laughs> well, I think that's a letter to the parents' grandparents <laughs> saying, excuse me, <laughs> this is your responsibility for the next five to seven days. Thank you very much. It's a letter to the relative that's going to take care of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so on to a, fun, a more fun note. There is something on the Disney Cruise Lines that I was really confused about. And I have to say, I followed that whole uh, idea of fake it till you make it. Because a couple of years ago, somebody was like, oh, yeah, this is where I get my fish extenders made and they're the best and they're so cool. And I provide my clients with fish extenders. And I'm like, cool fish extenders. Yeah. What in the world is a fish extender? I mean, obviously, (laughs) we understand that it's when you take a small fish and you make it bigger. You just make it longer. And the whole time I'm just having this like fish smell in my face, like thinking like, (laughs) what? I don't know. It's, you know, like you're just thinking all sorts of awful things. I don't know how to clarify that anymore. It's like a a fish fish torture device. What in the world? But anyways, a fish extender, it's actually for a unique activity that um, many Disney Cruise Line guests love to participate in. It's not an official DCL 
line. It's a, not an official, sorry, DCL activity, mm. but it gained popularity through social media groups. And it's usually organized by a passenger, right? Like a, like a frequent flyer of DCL. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a secret Santa thing. So you would join a group um, online and they would organize the gift giving activity in uh, the fish extender itself let's say that it's like a caddy looking type thing it's going to be a long usually fabric kind of organizer that has it might have four pockets let's say you're traveling with four people and you kind of embroider their names or put it on there or decorate it however you want yeah. it's going to go long down and you're going to be able to hang it off of a something called the fish extender which is oh. typically a hook or a small shelf outside of your stateroom and this is where like the dcl mm. uh, members would put your mail or your key or something mm. it's just like a little area but you're able to hang the pouches there and then with the pockets that you put in your fish extender other people who are part of these fish extenders groups will put little gifts or cards or little trinkets inside the pouches, and then you'll be able to do the same for them. It's kind of cute and interesting, sounds expensive, but, you know, whatever. It's like mm -hmm. um, finding treasure in the morning is always fun. Right? Well, it's definitely something that I won't be participating in. <laughs> no. I thought about it. I was like, that's cute. But we already have like 75,000 birthday parties we go to and all sorts of things. So, mm -hmm. anyways, I don't know. If you want to join the Fish Extenders group, if you're going on a cruise, Disney cruise, Love to extend you should the fish. know what it is. One other thing is when you become a Disney Cruise Line cruiser, you are automatically entered into the Castaway Club once you have completed your first cruise. Um, becoming a member of this uh, means that you're going to start gaining loyalty program points on after every Disney cruise you take. So this is going to get you things. It's going to get you upgrades. You might be able to have like a pre-cruising drink or something on board. It Just all sorts of special things. So it's kind of a fun freebie that you get and get to build up as you go. I heard that when you join this club, uh, you get other perks off the boat as well. Like you get to skip the line at the Starbucks. <laughs> And things like that, like you get your your pizzas made before other people on whatever pizza place you go to. Is that true? I really couldn't tell you. It sounds like fun. All right. <laughs> but we should talk about foodies and all the foods that are on the ships and what we have to look forward to. Now, oh. food... I believe it to be complimentary, but I have a feeling you're going to tell me not all food is equal on Disney Cruise Lines. That is true. So you, there is 24-7 room service, which they say is completely complimentary. That is true. And then uh, there's also, they have a quick service restaurant. They have formal dining. They have adults only and buffet options. And we often hear that the unlimited soft serve is everyone's favorite. Yes, so, the unlimited soft serve. And th those could be found like all over, like on the decks. Like you could oh, find really? a couple, like not anywhere. all over, but there's a couple of spots where it's just soft serve dispensers and now is it soft serve dispensers and cups or is it cones no that i don't know that's an important maybe they charge fact you, maybe they charge you for cones i know i don't know so tell me all about the food options and what you know to be true well disney food on the, the disney cruises uh, most of it most of it is included in okay. like you said the room service 24 7 is included gratuities or not anything gratuity yes gratuity you, know, they, you got a tip um there's buffet dining that's free quick service dining is free you get may you get meals at the main there's like as we said there's like usually three dining main mm -hmm. dining areas mm -hmm. like like those are free okay um as well but then there's like some of the ships have these specialty dining locations 
that are usually adult only. Um, if you want, like one of them's like a very, um, uh, very elegant uh, French restaurant. That's mm-hmm. on. I lost the name of it it's somewhere in my notes here, but that is you have to pay for. But that's like supposed to be like oh. a higher end. Okay, dining experience. Dining experience that mm-hmm. again is for adults only. Like they're not bringing the kids to get the escargot. Gotcha. Which is smart. <laughs> yeah. But the all like the theme stuff, like we were talking about the cocoa and the, mm-hmm. the um, uh, I forget what else. So there's like a frozen one. All that stuff is free. Okay. Alcohol. <laughs> Technically free. Yeah. You're already paying for it. But you are paying. But it's included, I should say. Yeah. Um, alcohol is not free. You pay At for it. At all. Like not, not one alcohol. Not one beverage. ounce of alcohol. Interesting. Not one ounce of alcohol. Every, if you want to drink, it does cost money. Now, some of the cruise lines, and I'm not sure that Disney has it, they have a alcohol level like you can join uh, like and i'm not sure if disney cruise lines has that that's uh, that's where i would be is on the alcohol level <laughs> like you know <laughs> what i'm saying like you want two drinks you purchase this card and it no and maybe. it gets it yeah. yeah as far as i haven't seen anything any options of that just mm-hmm. saying that you will because it has like all these themed bars and lounges yeah, yeah. that are pretty cool uh-huh. um they even have like lounges that just give you like these they're, you're inside, but it's like four to ceiling win- windows, so you could just see Beautiful. the ocean, just hang yeah. out, and I mean, amongst like the haunted mansions and the Star mm-hmm. Wars themed uh, lounges that they have. But right, all the right. alcohol does cost money. Um, the other drinks, complimentary soda and water, but if you want it in a bottle, you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. If you go to one of the nightclubs or lounges mm-hmm. and you're paying for the alcohol, you're yeah. also going to be paying for the soda. Oh. But if you're out like on a deck. Yeah. And they have their soda dispensers, you could just go and fill up. Yeah. Or if you're going to right, a cafe, right. you go and fill up. If you want a smoothie, you are paying for it. And we'll get into <laughs> it. Even It's weird because they at one of the kids club lounges, they serve smoothies. Yes. But they're not included. Um, like, they have beverages. They have stuff, obviously, for the kids' snacks oh and drinks. Oh, my gosh. But if you want a smoothie, you're gonna, you're, it's going to get charged to your room. You know that would be our whole bill, right? We'd send our kids to the, <laughs> the oh, kids' absolutely. club and then have, like, $75 worth of smoothies. <laughs> that they've only taken, like, two, <laughs> two sips, sips from. Yeah. And then it's not cold enough. So. <laughs> um, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So. so, I do have a question, though. If gratuities okay. are included... And your bill is already paid. Yeah, they're not. Um, And and your bill is already paid for. How do you know how much gratuity to add to a bill that is non-existent? Oh, so you're saying for the like. uh, So so like I mean, you're going to main meal, like the theme dining, Mm -hmm. like so you have dinner, right? Yeah, I think there. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, that that I have to. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that would work, uh, or if they even they might not even accept tips at, at those that particular one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's more like if anyone's at the other locations, the themed the ones you're paying for. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's easy to figure out that you're a tip, and they even say like if you're getting stuff at one of the pools, and like if somebody's bringing you, you know, they're bringing mm-hmm. you a big fancy cocktail you would tip them for that or they're bringing you a plate of nachos or something you could figure out what here's two dollars jimmy right right right. i keep calling everyone jimmy jimmy's (laughs) the tween in the in the club and he's also bringing you your nachos well okay so that's something that we should ask our um specialist tink about since she's a frequent sailor yeah i think that that's really interesting Hmm. okay Anything more about dining experiences? Um, just that they sound amazing. <laughs> they do. It sounds like it's really good food. And I've seen a lot of the, I've seen photos from Tink's experiences where she goes and she gets a cappuccino and then like Snow White's face is in it. And you're like, what? That's amazing. <laughs> that um, it amazing. looks really good. So let's get into the kids club and kids care. Because uh, this is a, a question we get asked all the time about kids care. Um, because when you go, and they have all these other adult experiences so that they're also advertising. I think a lot of parents are like, but I really want to do the adult things. So what do I do with my kids? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I would say this actually needs its totally own podcast because you could talk a lot about all the different kids activities. Um, they range from hanging out in Andy's room 
from Toy Story all the way to joining the rebellion. So the Disney's Oceaneer Club or Disney's Oceaneer Lab are only available for children from ages three to up to 10, somewhere up to 12, um, who are toilet trained. That is very important. They will not no. take a child that is not potty trained. No, thank you. Nope. And then there is the edge, mm -hmm. which is meant for kids 11 to 14 years old. Yep. Then they have vibe, which is kids 14 to 17 years old. Yeah. And the hideaway kids that are 18 to 20 years old now is that still around the hideaway you know that's a great question because i haven't seen much information about it mm -hmm. besides uh, you know just what in, in I, it, just things that have yeah. come up in trainings and stuff so it's uh, you got to double check on that hideaway you have to imagine though at 18 these kids like, are allowed to the adults only area hmm. um i mean not the bars and stuff yeah. but they're allowed to go to the adult pools they're allowed to go yeah. to the adult beach um like, like leave me alone like, yeah um, you know so th there could have been they could have done away with the hideaway and we just aren't sure about that yeah Unless like they're they're putting like if you're eighteen to twenty, the only way they're getting you to stay in like a kids club is if the people that are in the kids club are like attractive people. <laughs> yeah. Just like putting all the attractive men and women in there, and then you're like, all right, I'll stay here yeah. for a little bit. Why not? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the big question is, does the kids club cost extra? So all of the ones that you named, so anybody that anything that's taking care of a kid that's toilet drained. Mm -hmm. Is free. Yep. There's no charge. Well, they do say that there's a $12.95 deposit placed on your shipboard account for the Oceaneer band. Okay. And I think that's just kind of something that keeping track of your kids to make sure yes. that they know who they are and where they belong and that kind yep. of thing. No, that's true. And I think it, if I haven't done my, I'm overdue on doing, re, redoing my training, but if I remember correctly, the three to 10 year olds, like it's all safe. Like they can't. Mm -hmm. They have to be signed in and signed out Absolutely. by you. Yep. Yeah. I believe the the ones like the 14 to 17 year old, like they could kind of come and go. As they want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As they want. I forget I, the words gray is, I don't remember what it says about the 11 to 14s, yeah. but they, they're keeping track of the kids. Yes. Um. So they are safe. And like, you know, the three to 10 year olds are going to be there. Like they're going to, and they have like really cool experiences. They have like, um. You could become like an Imagineer, like mm -hmm. they have an Imagineers like lab. Yeah. And then they have like, like themed where like all the Disney princesses come in and visit the three mm -hmm. to 10 year old. Uh, Can you imagine? I mean, yes. I could imagine <laughs> as one of the princesses, I could imagine going <laughs> to visit these kids. Yeah. I mean, how cool. I can't, I can only imagine how chatty the kids would be after this experience. Right. That's true. But so they do offer, there is like a daycare, right? For the young, for the youngies, for the babies uh -huh. and the toddlers. And the, and that does cost extra. Yes. For reasons that are understandable. Yes. You know, gonna, anytime you're going to, someone's going to change your kid's diaper, mm -hmm. um, you got to pay them. Yep. I, I agree full heartedly mm. with that. <laughs> Diapers are enough. Yes. So, okay, so during open house hours, parents are invited to play and explore in these interactive spaces with their kids. But pretty much after those open house hours, it's just like a kids only area and they uh, do not encourage adults to stay at all. You can drop off your little one between 9 a.m. and between midnight or 1 a.m. <laughs> No. that's insane <laughs> i do wonder if there are some parents that are just like see ya and like leave them from nine to like <coughs> you know nine yeah right like could you imagine yikes i could imagine nine and nine i don't know it seems like it's a it's a lot it's a lot but you do need mm -hmm. to i believe make reservations just because it could fill up right yes there's so, only a certain amount of space available doing, for, all, doing all that whatever whether it's excursions mm -hmm. or kid the kids clubs or you know the certain yeah. experiences like you do have to book it in advance, in advance. Yeah. so it, that's a really important thing you need to set your expectations and make sure that you get that done otherwise you might be really bummed when it's all filled up so 
What else have we got, darling, before I get into the price comparison? Oh, you know, but going back to the uh, the tips, I just read a note here. Mm-hmm. I didn't see before. So it's saying that your stateroom attendant and your dining room staff, server, assistant server, and head server are assigned to you for the duration of your cruise. You know what? Yes. Yes, you're correct. So they just go around with you to the different dining areas. So is it like, do you pay the gratuity at the end? So they says they suggested total tip amount for these four crew members is combined fourteen fifty per passenger per night. You can prepay this suggested amount in advance on your cruise, or Disney will automatically charge the suggested amount to your room folio at the final day of your cruise. Huh. So they kind of build they, it in. They build it in. He said, mm-hmm. if you wish to use cash instead or you want to pay more or less than the suggested amount, you can visit the guest services desk to adjust the amount charged to your folio. Huh. That is good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I need to add that into my price comparison. So let's do a little quick math here. So you said it is fourteen fifty per passenger. Per passenger. Per so night. Per night. Yeah, so fourteen fifty. So that's times four. Yeah, so that's fifty eight. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. let's say we're gonna go on a four night cruise. Mm-hmm. So you're looking okay, at two hundred thirty two dollars. Okay. Let me put that in here. Right. So as she's adding that up, there are, like I said, there are a lot of things that are included. Tips are not being one of them. You can't have the bottled beverages for whatever reason. Alcohol, smoothies, other specialty drinks not included. Um, the popcorn, peanuts, and packaged snacks purchased around the ship and outside the theaters not included. Um, there's They have a thing... That our kids would probably, and Abby would probably want to do, the Royal Court Royal Tea, not included. So it's like a fancy tea party, but they have the Disney princesses that come around, and it's a tea party celebration, uh, like premier character dining experiences in the Disney Cruise Line, not included. Uh, Shore excursions. We didn't really talk about the spas, right? No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. So they have a, um, there's a, they're supposed to be like first class spas and salons on these boats and, and on these ships. Like they're supposed to be like uh, the top uh, from what I understand they're called senses spas and salon. None of that is included. You have to pay extra for that. And those actually, um, they book very fast. So I heard they're one of like the, the hardest to get reservations for. Obviously there's limited spots. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Abby's doing math. Sorry, no, nope, I'm done. No, she, I got to tell you, she looks really cute when she's doing math. So it's, <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, obviously, uh, souvenirs not included. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can't do laundry. That's also not included. Uh, they do have photographers, right? Yes, not yeah. included, but they do. Not included. Yeah. So they have it just similar to going to the parks. There's people uh, with, mm-hmm. you know. And you could buy their packages. Yes. Or what I heard as a tip was you could just ask them to, you know, use your, use your phone. Yes. And they will take the pictures for yes. you. They don't, yes. uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, if you wanted to, for whatever reason, if you wanted to call to shore, right? Mm-hmm. Because your cell phone, like I said, it's probably not going to work out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, that's, it costs money. And I heard it's like, expensive like what? they're saying like several dollars a minute whoa to call okay so like well, you're like you know grammy and grampy we'll see we'll you see you later yeah i hope Best nothing happens luck. to you um they usually have there is a bippity boppity boutique uh-huh. on some of the ships yeah and also that wouldn't be, wouldn't included. be included okay so. Well, that's that's super good to know. I mean, there are always going to be extras, mm. but we're going to talk mostly about base pricing, right? Um, for what it yes. would be. So we'll look at the cruise first. What we decided on was one of the really popular cruises from Port Canaveral. It's a four night um, Bahama cruise. And you would want to stay one additional night prior to the trip. So it's really going to be five nights. Okay. And uh, we're going to stay over at Disney World since they have the transportation to and from. So we chose the date of May 19th. 
and you were going to stay at the Disney's Art of Animation because this is kind of the in-between resort. It's not too cheap, but it's not too expensive. It would cost you $293.64 to stay at that resort for one night in a standard Little Mermaid room. So then you're going to need to like factor in that that night you're going to need dinner. You're going to need breakfast in the morning and lunch. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I was kind of throwing out costs here and please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to say that breakfast is probably about $15 per kid. Okay. And $20 per adult. Maybe for you. What? What does that mean? Maybe $20 for you. For me, (sighs) I need more food. Well, you never know. It depends. Like if we're just going to like the dining area, um, the quick service at Art of Animation. So we're going to say it's about $70, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to say it's about $70 for dinner, $50 for breakfast and lunch. So we're looking at a total of $170 in just meals. Okay. So that's... uh, just to start, we haven't even gotten on your cruise, which is May 20th to the 24th. We're going to take the Disney Rish on day one. We're going to go to Port Canaveral, Florida. You need to get aboard the ship at 3.45 p.m. You'll have starting there is when you're going to be able to eat the food on board. Um, and day one, or I'm sorry, day two, you'll go to Nassau, Bahamas. You'll have a shore time from 9.30 to 5.15 and then day three, you're going to go to Disney Castaway K. You have a shore time from 9.30 to 4.45. Day four, you'll be at sea all day. And day five, you're going to disembark and essentially be kicked off the ship at 7.30 a.m. They make you, if you, you don't want to leave, they make you walk the plank. <laughs> so you, uh, you could potentially get a flight home that day because you're pretty sure you're going to get in around 7.30. They've got other people that they need to get on that ship later in the day so it's a quick turnaround there so we chose the ocean view room it's a 218 square foot room has a queen bed has a single convertible sofa and an upper berth single pull down bed uh, for this, the adult cost, one adult would be $1,860. The second adult would also be $1,860. Child number one would be $880, while child number two would also be $880. So you're looking at taxes and fees of about $470.40. And so that total for just the cruising section is going to be $5,950.40. And like we said it's important to note that the gratuities and port adventures are not included in that price Um, however i'm going to include them in our total price as well as the internet packages are not included in that price and then i just was thinking the the uh, bus transportation was not included in that price either and i'm not sure if that's a complimentary service by disney or if you pay for it i think that in the past we have paid for that so again the cruise altogether five thousand nine hundred fifty dollars and forty cents the resort is going to be two hundred ninety three dollars and sixty four cents that resort you're staying in the night before the meals that aren't paid for one hundred seventy dollars the gratuity two hundred thirty two dollars which we just put together so your grand total not including port adventures any sort of transportation you need to do is going to be six thousand six hundred forty five dollars and sixty four cents okay okay so now we're going to compare that to a regular walt disney world resort stay I took the same dates, May 19th to May 24th, and decided that we were going to stay at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. Disney's Port Orleans is right in the middle of resort that you can have, right? It's not exactly a value resort. It's not exactly a deluxe. It's It's right in the middle of being a moderate resort. Mm -hmm. But I did say that we want to stay in the Royal Guest Room. So this is a nicer room. If you're thinking that because we're staying on property, we want something nice to come home to. So just that. If if you want to hear Abby every time she walks by a window Mm -hmm. and sees that room, if you want to hear a gasp. (laughs) You have her stay at this. uh... (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. (laughs) So just for the resort, 
it is $1,899. Okay. That's just for the resort stay. Then you're going to add on your four day ticket park hopper, which brings the price up to $4,955.62. Then you're going to add the Disney dining plan, which again, what Mm -hmm. does the Disney dining plan include, babe? Food. Yes, but it includes includes food. So it's one uh, sit down meal, one quick service meal. Uh, you get two snacks, mm-hmm. and you get a refillable mug to uh, for the resort. You can fill up your mug and. and That's right. So, do you think the two snacks would be enough? Let's say for a breakfast, or for mm-hmm. a lunch, or would you want to add more money to this? Yeah, a lot I mean, more. For the sake of the argument, for sake of argument, we're just gonna let's just go with this. Oh, okay. Let's just go with it. Say it, let's for ease. So of, we're just gonna uh, go with yeah. the Disney dining go plan the Disney and the snacks. Plan. I mean, look, let's figure that you're gonna be paying for for something for a little bit more. For yeah. You. So just keep that in mind as you go along. Now, uh, this brings the price to total. To $6,195.38. So, it is a smidge cheaper, but again, doesn't include one meal, one whole meal, Mm -hmm. whereas in the Disney Cruise would. So, just for the sake of argument, let's add in one extra Mm -hmm. meal per day, and it would bring our price up to $6,445.38. That's not too far away from the cruise lines of $6,645.64. It's a pretty close call there. So, see, it's kind of like, you know what, if you really want to do an experience a cruise and you're kind of like, I need a, a year yeah. off from the park or yeah. you know, I just want to experience another form of the Disney magic uh, yes. on the seas, it's really not that much different if you're already budgeting for that Disney vacation. It's very comparable. Mm. It's uh, I was surprised to see that for sure. Yeah. But um, I hope this helps everyone make their decisions on what they uh, can afford and what they want to do going forward. Before we do uh, uh, send you off uh, on a ship to nowhere, <laughs> um, I did just want to talk. They do have... You can pay attention to this. They do have like uh, specialty cruises. I guess they're uh-huh. they're yeah. calling them. There are they're specialty themed cruises. So it's like the same ships, mm-hmm. but they have them. Their themes towards like certain things. So they have like a Marvel Day at Sea. They call it. Yeah, and that's all. Obviously, it's themed around Marvel stuff. So it's mm-hmm. very for your kids that are into the comic books. Mm-hmm. You sign them up, and they have all types of different encounters and. You know, then they only sail on specific dates. Um, they have a Pixar Day at Sea, which, you know, you're going to have all your Toy Story and you're going to have um, your Monsters, Inc., all those guys, you know, Sully and everyone showing up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they also have, which I heard is pretty cool. They have like the Halloween on the high seas. I know. I've heard such great things about that. <clears throat> yeah. So they have, and, and, you know, these still have like the fireworks shows and. There's just like a lot of, there's like a mousquerade ball, they call it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they also have a very merry time cruises, yes, yes. which are these Christmas cruises. And that's, they really go all out mm-hmm. and celebrate the holidays uh, so on a cruise. Cool. So it's these unique experiences that, you know, yeah. you're getting like Disney does it up in the parks. They yes. do it up on the high seas. So cool. I love the creativeness of it all. Mm. So babe, are you ready to cruise? Baby, let's cruise. (laughs) And on that note, I think we'll say goodnight. Goodnight.